almost died today. What makes that different from any other day? Uh, the trauma part. <laughs> <laughs> I was bench pressing 265 pounds, which isn't that heavy. But when I lifted it off the rack, I had it at the very peak. And right as it was about to descend, like literally maybe half an inch, my right wrist buckled for some reason and I dropped it right on my neck. You see that red mark? It's not that bad. But down here on my chest, it got it. Uh, but it dropped right on my throat. And I was just like, ah! That was like my biggest fear <laughs> in the gym ever. Like, I had anything to do. I was always like, I don't want to be that guy that ever drops the barbell on his neck. Yeah. And I did that today. And it, it was scary. That's why you never bench without a spotter. Shut up. No matter the weight. I don't care. You do, Is that the ones you had the chains on too? No, luckily I took the chains off and then I put more weight on. <laughs> so, hit or miss, I guess. I don't know. More hit than miss. Oh, I wish it missed. <laughs> I, I I have a giant red blotch on my back. Mindy pointed out I didn't even notice because I guess when I – because the one side went yeah. down, I still have my hand on the other side. So I kind of got folded off the side of the bench a little and I think it – You uh, probably got pinched or something. Yeah, it, it, it smarts. It hurts. But I, I did I did something cool though right <laughs> after that. So I sat up with the weight and I was like, oh, and I threw it on the ground. And I was a little mad. Uh, mostly embarrassed. There's only one other guy in the gym. I was like, I hope he didn't see that. And I think he did, but he ignored it. Which kind of did then, right? Cause that, cause that was, <laughs> yeah, you could have been dead. There was a solid five seconds where I was under that thing on my neck. Like, oh, shit. How do Because how do you pull it up, push it off your neck? Yeah. Like, your hands doesn't go, they don't go that high. Especially when you have that much weight. You yeah. can just, like. It was, like, awkward. And I didn't want to throw it off to the side. Because it was I was next to, like, the equipment for the cameras. Like, the security system we have. So, I don't know why I put a bench right there. Um, anyway, so I stood up with it and stuff, but then when I went to re-rack it, I was like, well, I'm not going to fucking also tear my biceps by trying to curl yeah. 265 pounds up <laughs> and put it on the rack, uh, but I didn't have clips on the side, so I picked it up enough to set it on the, um, like I went to set it on the uh, bench itself, and then I was going to take the weights off the side like a puss boy. Yeah. Instead, because I'm an idiot, I fucking tilted it a little bit, yeah. and the one side completely dumped off on the ground. <laughs> the other side dumped off, and then just like was real smooth though. So it looked like I did it on purpose. I was like swish, swish, and then I just put the barbell up and just start picking the weights and put them back on. Like I like I meant to do that. It was like I, I never looked that cool on purpose. Uh, obviously, five seconds before that, I was not cool at all, as I was uh, suffocating under the weight. I said, did you just not like a couple, like a couple of days ago, like a week or so ago, like post a video of you bent pressing and like half also to, failing? <laughs> yeah, like rather than like roll it onto your, into your midsection and you know stood up with it. Yeah, but that was just a regular bench <laughs> fail. I just failed to lift the weight. This one actually fell on me. <laughs> that was a little different. Um. I almost pulled my hamstring, though. Like, I almost tore it off the bone when I sat up last time because that was, like, 300-something pounds, which I never even attempted before by myself. So I was just like, yeah, I'll just sit up with that. Mm. Bad idea. Don't do that. I, I, I don't know. Get a spotter, I guess. should probably learn. It's like, two weeks in a row of accidents. The only other the thing that could be worse than that is if it was a squat fail. Yeah. Where you got, like, 500 pounds on your back, yeah. and you're just like, I can't get up now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would suck. The the only thing, the only trade-off is with the spot is you have to be ready for that, like, that nut stew. <sighs> that good nut That's stew the worst, from, yeah. from your workout, buddy. He's always extra sweaty. <laughs> and wearing the sweatpants where the dangler's just hanging <laughs> because he wears loose boxers. Like, ugh. <laughs> See, That's better than wide open, like extra wide yeah. open basketball shorts <laughs> or shorty shorts. Here's the problem, though. This kind of accident was one of those ones where the spotter would have been no help because uh. 
he wouldn't have been holding the bar and it fell so fast he couldn't have caught it because it literally yeah. just fell. Yeah. Because uh, I've seen a bunch of videos, which is why it's always my biggest fear. Is I've seen videos on YouTube of guys doing like way heavier weight than me, like actually kill you weight. Yeah. Um, that probably could have killed me though if it oh, like, yeah. fell because it bounced like off my top of my like chest a little bit and then went on my neck. If it just went straight on my neck or my left hand also slipped off, I think it would have been done. But I've seen videos of guys do that where. It, like they go to usually it's not when they're unracking it it's when they're pushing up it, right before they go to re-rack it they're because they do that suicide grip where their thumbs not yeah. wrapped which is fucking dumb i wouldn't do that but uh it just slips all of a sudden and nobody has time to react yeah. and you just die i guess that's what i call it suicide grip yeah but i wasn't doing a suicide grip and i still almost died so whatever that was my day uh i'd imagine your day was a little better probably i almost didn't see the new year this episode will be out after the new year, but for anybody wondering, it is Tuesday? Tuesday, yes, the 28th or 29th? Yeah, 29th. Whatever fucking day it is of the week, it's not the new year yet. We got, hopefully, not 367 more days till the new year, mm. because even though it should be 2021, I don't I don't know if it's going to happen. Mm. I'm wondering, do you think it's going to, do you think we're going to just roll over, or do you think uh, we're going to go to awful time loop and be back in march i think it's just gonna i think it's gonna go back to 19 <clears throat> and then you gotta have just that whole year of dread like oh it's gonna in another year i know what happens it's gonna do it again i'm just waiting for perpetual winter because like of course this would be the year we also have kind of a shitty winter though apparently any terrible winter we have is gone in two days yeah it's it, it, 18 pounds of snow on my deck, eighteen pounds. I don't realize inches. What pounds? I don't. That, that, there's got to be way more than eighteen pounds <laughs> of snow. What, what do we get though? We got probably a total of like eighteen inches between the last couple snowstorms. Yeah. But they always melt between. Like it, it would be just like a seventy degree day, melt everything, and then the next day it's a blizzard again. So it's Pennsylvania for you. Weather broadcast brought to you by the Weather Channel, our new spot. Ba- no, no. Corn. Corn. Brought to you by corn. Good evening, and thank you for joining us at the Midnight Hour Society. Wait, what are we? No, we're not the Midnight Hour Society. That's the that's the secret one. Yeah. Welcome to you the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James, and with me today, according to the map, Spencer the Baghdad Butcher Church. Mm. Good one. Yeah, I laid on a Baghdad, and you mentioned your butcher story yeah. earlier. Just fucking slapped it together. Works. It like works. Like a ham sandwich with a little bit of mayonnaise in between the ham and the bread. Sticky. Spencer, you love fantasy, right? So much. Hard fantasy. Yes. You read nothing but epic fantasy stories. The pointier the ear, the better. Um, If my sarcasm wasn't apparent, Spencer does not read hard fantasy, neither do I. Though we have talked about kind of getting into that stuff uh we just don't want to make the leap and also we should probably state what our reasons for not getting into fantasy are for me the highfalutin elves and fucking fairies and like the lore there's too much they just too much too many characters like i've been playing some rpgs but if i thought about doing like a world of warcraft i don't think i could i think it'd just be yeah 
I think the problem with me, and I'm sure you might have this issue too, is once you get into that stuff, you're immersed in that world. Yeah. So you might get into well, a least, series, and then you're just in that series for a long time. Yeah, at least with the the way my personality is, I yeah. would I would definitely just rabbit hole it, and that'd be all. That you just I be would. the fantasy guy. Yeah. The weird fantasy guy that sits in the basement and uh, spells fairy with an e. Mm. Like what is it like F A E or whatever, however the Irish spell mm. it. So that's kind of our issue with the fantasy genre. So not reading fantasy, really. What would it take you to read fantasy? Like, what themes or elements would you like to read in fantasy that might actually attract you to something? Just to start off, for me, one, it can't be super long. Uh, yeah. I'm not, no big series, no Lord of the Rings elfish language or whatever. Like, because didn't he create like a whole language for that? I think so, yeah. I don't want that. I want an escapism, but I want something that I can, uh, and I'm sure this is out there by the plenty. We just, I just haven't looked. Because uh, I've read some fantasy and fantasy-esque novels yeah. and stuff in my time. Even some uh, classic dragon slaying shit. But not anything that was more than like 300 pages. Um, most of the stuff I've read were like more pulpy stuff. Uh, so I wouldn't mind going into a little bit of a harder fantasy setting. But I just don't want, like like I said, the immersion. I don't yeah. want something that's going to take up all my time and I'm really going to have to invest a lot. I just want to dip my toes in, you know? Enjoy it a little bit. See, I, I would like to see you try, because, um, like, I I think I, like, I've like i dipped my toes a little bit farther in because, like, I read that Magician series yeah. because, like, I was a fan of the show on, uh, on sci-fi. Well, we need to separate the fantasy, too, because when I think of fantasy, I'm just thinking of, like, maybe Lord of the Rings, Rings. type stuff and sword fighting and arrows and elves and shit. But the Magicians is not that. That's more like a Harry Potter side of fantasy, right? Kind of, but they also, like, because there's a, there's a magic school... There's like a like a Narnia kind of feel to it, to where mm. they go to a a magical, they can transport to a magical land where they have like talking animals and their kings and yeah and stuff so that's, like yeah, that. Yeah, that would be more so. It, at, at different points in time, they kind you know what I mean. They kind they kind of weave that in and out of there. Is there a magic system like a set magic system in place? Because a lot of fantasy does that, where they yeah. have, uh, you know, this is how things work, and we stick to these these magical ways of working. Uh, yeah, and and like they're not too difficult, and um, the show does a really good job of it, just because it's physical, but of like it's a lot of um hand and finger placement, like mm-hmm. um when you and like uh, especially like in the show, like because they kind of you like um uh, you know they just have like basic like. You know, like offensive attacks, like yeah. magic, and you, and if you pay attention, you can see him doing like the same motion, like you know, from one episode to another episode. But I mean, like even in the books and stuff, they do a, like a good job of like kind of explaining explaining that stuff, and it's not too daunting, and it's it's very adult set because they're like a um. You know, they're like a college age, yeah. or a little bit. They might even be a little bit older than. They might be even what's the um after college, the um postgraduate, something like that. Like you know, what I mean, so they're so they're a little bit older. The the things that they can get into and like you know drinking at at the magical dorm and yeah. getting you know into trouble or having to try to learn magic while you're you're dealing with like a hangover. You know, you don't really have like that kind of stuff in like the Harry Potter. Well, if I'm reading fantasy, I would definitely want it to be adult fantasy. I feel like where fantasy falls short for me, at least when it comes to uh, and and what's that popular might even... would be because it's for younger mm-hmm. people. 
And then, so that may also, too, kind of fall into, like, the urban fantasy yeah. setting, too, which is, a, you know, a little bit of a different animal, you know, as I well. I think that's a little bit of a newer genre, though, like a yeah. subgenre. I mean, I, I'm talking out of my ass here, but I'm, I'm thinking that came out maybe, like, the 80s, like, more started to become more yeah. popular. Uh, but with, yeah, because even, like, a Lord of the Rings, I feel like that's not really adult, even though it is, because obviously back then I don't think he was writing, like, Tolkien wasn't writing for children. Yeah. Because uh, those are very complicated books from what I understand, but I just don't think they're... Like you said, I I don't I, and no. I don't just want drinking. I want some I want some sucking, yeah. some fucking, yeah. some stabbing and gunning. No. Well, maybe not all that, but I, I want more adulty. What uh does a uh, Game of Thrones fall yeah. into fantasy for you? Like um, it, because it has dragons and it has yeah. they deal with like some magic and weird shit. Well, I haven't read Game of Thrones because he hasn't fucking finished it, and I didn't want to start something that's not gonna have an end. Yeah, uh, that would just infuriate me. From what I've heard from people who have read Game of Thrones, it's like, and I think we. I mentioned this in a previous episode. It's like a Dune, more of like a political yeah. type of deal oh, yeah. with the fantasy elements, whereas Dune's the sci-fi elements. But uh, I think that's kind of where the Game of Thrones goes. But I'm, I mean, I guess you consider that fantasy. See, I, w- I wish we had more experience reading this stuff. Like, my main experiences with fantasy... Um, no gaming? Well, I mean, I guess you could do, like, Neil gaming and stuff. See, like, that, that uh, Stardust, I really like that, even though that was kind of a kid-friendly book. In the head, like High Adventures, but that's a single story, and I don't know what two, three hundred pages or something. That's yeah. exactly what I'd look for if I go for a fantasy. Would be something like that. Like I said, I'm sure there's a lot out there. I just haven't really looked. Now, would you would uh, like uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland? I like is, the first it, Alice in Wonderland. But I mean, but, is, does that fall into the fantasy yeah. c- category? But that's kid fantasy. And I liked Alice in Wonderland enough. Uh, I I bailed on through the Looking Glass because it starts off with fucking chess. And now I'm not just talking like I, like in the movies where you see the chess scene. Yeah. No, he's describing how you play chess, and I was like, this is fucking boring. <laughs> not reading this anymore. Um, but, but you would you would fly through that now after getting through Moby Dick. Oh, that yeah. would give you no problem whatsoever. Fuck, I would, I would be happy to read that over Moby Dick. Like I was saying earlier, my experiences, like my early experience with fantasy, besides some like old video game RPGs, was uh, Magic the Gathering. Yeah. I played that for a little bit. Uh, my cousin introduced me, and I had the cards, and I went and played and learned how to do it. And uh, I ended up stop stopping, um, one, because it was really fucking expensive. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially as a kid, like an actual kid, like an eight-year-old or however old you know I was. So I got a bunch of decks and stuff, and then I, I got really into it. But it was, again, too immersive. Like, once you're in that world, like, that's what you do. Yeah. Like, you're not going to, I mean, you might play video games here and there or read books or do other, but mainly that's your fucking thing. Same same goes with uh, Dungeon and Dragons. Yeah. Um, see, I, I was actually looking this up yesterday because uh, I was looking for different games to play because apparently Dungeon and Dragons, I don't know if it's come out yet. It might already be out. I'm not sure, but they're making an RPG, like, video mm. game. And I think they're doing a movie or something, or they did one. I know they've done one a couple before yeah. that were, like, terrible. But I was actually looking into it just, you know, because I was like, I mean, Magic the Gathering is a card game, not a table game. I never really played an actual, like, table game like Dungeons & Dragons. So I was looking into it, and I was like, this would actually be kind of cool. I was looking up the different, oh, not yeah. just Dungeons & Dragons, but different ones. Like, oh, there's yeah, a that... bunch of them. And uh, I was like, this would actually be cool, because you're kind of, it's like writing, like you're coming up with ideas, you're you're you know everybody has characters, 
So I think you just kind of get like what the base of the story, and then yeah, you can yeah. come up with your own stuff. And then like within two, I think like if you're the dungeon master, you're the one like coming up with like the adventure, or the, yeah. the quest that the other people have to. Because I think it's like their job to defeat you. Uh-huh. I think. So I think that, that would be really fun. But again, I can't. I don't have the time to do that. I'm because again, if you do something like that, I feel like you're not going to do a lot of other things, which is fine if like that's what you enjoy doing. You want that to be your hobby. I read thick ass fucking novels. Yeah, I can't read those thick ass novels if I'm sitting there coming up with my dungeon shit. Thick and, uh, novels, thick and girthy. <laughs> by the way, folks, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I just uh, uh, Caleb James 1986. By the way, I uh, got Alan Moore's Jerusalem, and that is. Uh, <laughs> When I bought it, Colin was like, you could murder a man with that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I could. And it's a soft cover. It's a soft cover and you could murder a man. You should definitely. I did not want to get the hard cover. Could you imagine? <laughs> you uh, you should throw that on the scale uh, and see how much that thing is. That's got to be five pounds at least. I don't know what I'm going to tackle that motherfucker. Um, but I think that's fantasy maybe. A lot of magic and shit. Uh, the magic system. That's that's the another main component. Like that's why the Magic the Gathering kind of end up like petering out with me is because you have to not just like learn the characters and stuff, but you learn like how the magic works. Yeah. And uh, let's see. So, would you rather prefer like if you're gonna read it, would you rather have this like complex, detailed way of like all magic needs, you know, yeah, sacrifice needs a magic, you know, magic, okay, so, you you know, you have to cut somebody or cause pain to, you know, whatever the cause is, or you gotta do the thing, or is it, or do you want it more just, like, loosey-goosey, kind of, like... Not strict. Yeah. To, to make the comparison, it's like, how do you want your your time travel and your time travel story yeah. to go, do you want it to be, like, very strict, like, if you go back and do a thing, it, it messes everything up, or is it, like, it's time travel, so time travel is 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 in time travel, so it doesn't mess anything up. To be honest, I kind of just want it to be there without being a thing that you have any involvement in. Uh, meaning, like Neil again, Neil Gaiman Stardust. I like that because I'm just reading a fun story. I'm involved in the story enough. Like I, you know, you're imagining things, and there is a magic in the story, but there's not a real magic system. There's not things that are being explained, and you have to remember how things work. No mana. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> mana. No fucking HP. Like just, just, uh, just a fun story of some fucking elves and wizards and shit or whatever's in there. Well, um, that's like you hear, um, like Terry from um the Dead Robot Society podcast. Uh, this he reads like RPG novels yeah. and i'm just like how how does it even work it's just it's uh, is that like choose your own avenger how does that yeah. work like how are you how is it interactive it's a book and it seems like long and tedious tedious definitely tedious but again if you like doing that stuff yeah. and you have the time that's fine i just I, I, the problem is i know see the, here's the thing though i'm not shitting on any of this stuff because i know i would actually really like it yeah like with these stupid old video games i've been playing like i started getting into some old rpgs i've been playing earthbound and i'm just like oh yeah this is why i stopped playing these because i i'll play them for eight hours I straight think that, that that kind of stuff makes you wish you could find a way to just become like a professional consumer yeah instead of like instead of uh somebody who puts out the the, the, the stuff you want to be the just, just, just takes the, it yeah <laughs> That would be fun. Um, if you can get paid for reading, I'd be so happy because I love reading. I just don't want to uh, 
read something that's going to take a year of my life. To get back to, like, something that might get me to read fantasy, and this is probably one of, one of the big, like, main ones, it probably would have to be an author that I'm already familiar with. Well, that's why I read Stardust by Neil Gaiman, yeah. because I like Neil Gaiman. And he always kind of has, like, fantasy elements in his stuff anyway. Or even, like, Alan Moore. I like Alan Moore's work. So if he does something that's fantasy or considered, like, somewhat fantasy, at least with magic, I mean, I don't know. Is there a separation? I mean, fantasy doesn't have to have magic, but if it has magic, does that make it fantasy? fantasy? Yeah. Is, is that kind of like the, not every child molester has a mustache? Or how, how's it going? <laughs> not, not, everybody, not, not everybody with a mustache is a child molester, but every child molester has a mustache. <laughs> is it like one of, the, one of those deals? God, that's a horrible comparison. Some of the best men in the world have had mustaches and they didn't molest nobody. <laughs> that you know of. I guess. Oh man, yeah, but a lot of child musters do have mustaches. That is, that's a fact, Jack. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it would t- it would have to be like um, because like Stephen King's done like d- has dabbled into like some fancy stuff. Um, I don't think like Joel Hill has really, but if he put out a fancy book or a short story yeah, or something, it. I, w- I would have, you know, maybe not as soon as it comes up, but I would definitely get around to reading it just because I would like to see what his take on something like that is, so. Well, and this comes to the biggest problem I have with fantasy in general is, uh, or just any reading or consuming in general, I need it to be contained. Yeah. For the reasons mentioned earlier with time and everything. So even if, like, a Stephen King type put out, you know, a fantasy series or something, would you read it knowing that it's, like, five volumes plus and it's just continuation, no end in sight? Because that's where a lot of fantasy yeah. lies. Like, at least what I've seen people talk about reading and stuff, it's like, oh, I'm on... Even, like, it doesn't, it's not fantasy, but, like, The Expanse, sci-fi. Yeah. There's, like, fucking 17 books now or something. Like, there's a ridiculous amount of books. Are they even well, done with it or are they still making them? Well, that's, like, a, there's a lady that I work with, and she reads a lot of, like, those kind of fantasy, like, or, like, dark fantasy or whatever. Like, you know, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just assume it's dark fantasy because, like, the cover's normally black and there's, like, and, like, you know, like, there might be, like, a like a person, like, silhouetted by, like, a different color covering half their yeah, face or evil. something. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it'd be, like, book, like, 18 in a series and, like, close to the size of the the Jerusalem book that you just yeah. got. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe not quite that thick. It's a but, shitload of those. But, but close. Like, if there's 18 of those. Yeah, that's going to stack up to your fucking ceiling. Well, here, I think this is what would get me into fantasy. Like, a, like one of those big-ass series we're talking about. One, if it was by an author that I already really like, so I would just, you know, automatically be like, oh, pick up this book. Oh, it's a series? Okay. And maybe I'll start reading them. Uh, but mainly, if I jumped on board on the first one, which I'd be more likely to do if it was an author I liked already, so I buy the first one, and then they make a second one, and then yeah. a third one. And it's just a continuation. So, like, if you were like, if you just happened to be there when the first book came out, yeah, instead of like, it wouldn't seem as daunting. But yeah. when you look at the expanse, and you're like, oh, I like the show. Let me read the books. Oh, there's fifty of them. Yeah, I don't want to do that. No, we're or like we're, Dune. I read the first Dune, yeah. which I liked, but then I was like, I'm not. There's 15 Dune books. I don't yeah. want to fucking read all these. But if I, you know, I was, I, 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 when Frank Herbert wrote Dune, if I was like, oh, 
What's this new book? Dune. Dune yeah. Oh, that's really good. Oh, there's He's Dune. making a second one. Oh, there's Dune 2, which I don't that's probably not the name of it, but that's what I like to say. <laughs> Who knows how long these will go? He probably won't write them that long. And then, and then you just kind of go with it, like movies. But, like Fast and Furious even. Oh, you watch the first Fast and Furious, and then you just kind of went along for the ride with all 12 <laughs> or 15 of them. But if you just started now, I never watched a Fast and Furious movie in my life. How many are there? Yeah, I think I'll just say I missed that that whole thing. Yeah. I don't I don't need to do that. Now other there's other people who are the opposite. They're like, yeah, I like a series complete, and then I get into it. What about if it's like a larger series, but you know that it's done instead of like a larger series that that go like Stephen King's Dark Tower series? It is seven. See, books. then I would be I would be into it because I would know the end is there and. Uh, I can be like, okay, this is the amount of time I'm willing to invest in this, and if I like it, I obviously get something out of it. That's fine. The main thing is just ongoing series. Yeah. That's what gets me is if you jump in late on an ongoing series, that's way many fucking books in. You're like, ah, that's... Did you ever hear about the, um, it was like, I forget if it was like the third or fourth book in the series, but like he finished writing it like on this huge like cliffhanger, and then it didn't come back for years. See, that would be awful. And then when it, then you gotta reread the book too. And then when it did come back, it was a flashback. Most of the next book was like oh. a flashback to his youth. This was Stephen King who did this. Yes. What a shitty writer. <laughs> what a fucking hack. Who reads that guy? Nobody. Nobody here likes that guy. Marks. That's who. Marks. So in summation, I not, am indifferent on fantasy. Yeah. Not. Not. Not against it, not really for it, just indifferent. If a fantasy book comes along and it's a self-contained story, or maybe two or three books, but it's it has well, an end, I would be willing to get into it. Uh, the would you throw the hike into the fa- into fantasy? Absolutely not. No, I don't know. Maybe there's that. I mean, there's a lot of adventure in. Yeah, actually, honestly, if you want to talk about RPGs, that kind of felt like one, even <laughs> yeah. though it obviously wasn't. But it, it kind of felt like one because you had multiple characters, and then you split off, and that was just a that was a quality book. So, uh, what fantasy would you want to read or have thought about reading? Lord of the Rings obviously comes to mind. Um, you never. I, I didn't like the movies. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, let me let me rephrase that. It's not that I didn't like the movies. I just want to give a fuck. Yeah. I watched them. I was like, oh, that's good, I guess. I, like it was just like one of those things. Like I, I don't know. I, I mean, does it matter? Could you, if you, when people say Lord of the Rings names, it's not fucking Frodo or Sam. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, who? <laughs> like, who's that other guy? Uh, like Queefnog. Is there yeah. a Queefnog? There might be a Queefnog. But uh, come Lord, is that one? <laughs> See, I think I got Lord of the Rings confused with a different kind. Like Lord, it was like Lord of the Cock Rings or something. <laughs> it was like a different series. See, I, at first I'd always say like I would maybe want to try like the, like I was never a big fan of the of the movies, but I was like maybe I would try like the Lord of the Ring books, like you know, like the first, just to see what it was like. But then I think now as I've grown as a reader, I'm just like no, there's not a. No, I don't think I would be into it. Well, even when you go into fantasy movies, I feel like I don't watch a lot of fantasy movies. Like A Princess Bride, um, those kind of movies I really like. 
but those are, I mean, they're fantasy, fantasy adventure, I guess, that, that was, and so what those would be, but. Because, uh, wouldn't that, the, again, with the adventure in a pod, definitely, but, like, uh, Conan would kind of fall into, like, the fantasy kind of, like. Well, like, sword and sorcery itself is a fantasy genre. Yeah. I think I'm more towards the sword and sorcery type of stuff. Because that's another different thing about, the like, how, uh, fantasy and, like, sci-fi really mirror each other in a lot of ways, and, like, one of those ways is, there's so many different splinter and side yeah. sections and genres, and within each genre, like when, when because do like werewolves and like vampires and shit can fall in fantasy depending on how it's written. Be horror, fantasy, sci-fi, like they can go in anywhere. Like when it, when it comes down to it, I'm just uh, I'm just a guy that likes a good stabbing yeah. and ass grabbing. Like that's <laughs> what I want in my stories: a good stabbing and ass grabbing. If I get one or two, one just one of them, I'm happy. If I get both of them. Uh. Ooh, and yeah. then if it happens at the same time, hell yeah, stab you and ass grab you. Thumb goes in the middle. <laughs> uh, Get stabbed in the ass. Ooh, nasty with your flesh sword. <laughs> um, so now that we're being perverted, what about fuck books? You <laughs> like? No, that's a different episode. We do need to do that episode though. Uh, actually, read a sexual, a book full of sexual exploits by. I would prefer non. Hetero white people. I want I want Middle Eastern lesbians. Yeah, it's probably a market. It's a market for everything. Is the heater getting louder? <laughs> I think it is. Like it's been on, but I, I feel think like it's it got louder. Roaring to life. It's like wrap it up. We're only thirty minutes in. Fuck. It doesn't like fan. It doesn't like fantasy either. You son of a bitch. I would. Uh, you know what? That's actually something I want to look up. Classic fantasy, because I don't know what constitutes the original, like, just classic fantasy, so... Classic... Like, we, we, we've talked about, like, you know, mangas and animes and stuff before. There's, like, a lot of different things of those two that can fall within... Japanese fan Probably just fantasy from around the world varies, because, like, if you go into Europe, it's almost uh, fairy tale. Yeah. Like, more fairy tale sword fighting type of stuff. American fantasy is kind of interesting. I guess Lord of the Rings, though. Wasn't Tolkien, like, Irish or something? I don't remember. I don't think he was American. But yeah, Japanese fantasy, which actually kind of normally goes into either samurai stuff or, like you said, weird manga shit, which is always awesome. Yeah. Totally, see, I never got Sailor Moon. People love Sailor Moon. I was like, I, honestly, any... I watched <laughs> Sailor Moon for the wrong reasons. <laughs> any... Well, that's the thing. I've never got into any animes where it was like hot chicks. Yeah. Like, I never really understood the appeal. I mean, I get the appeal <laughs> to a degree, but like, I'm not... Like, I'll just go watch like hentai if I wanted yeah. that. I'm not gonna... There's always tentacles or weird demons. Or both. I never got that either. I don't, I'm rambling. Um, so anyway, some examples of what would be considered classic fantasy. Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, The Once and Future King. That's by T.H. White. That's uh, author stuff. The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. Wizard of Earthsea by Ursula K. Lee. I feel like if your name's Ursula, you have to write <laughs> Yeah, at least one. Yeah, The Last Unicorn. Alice in Wonderland, The Sword of Shannara by Terry Brooks. Um, by the way, I don't know if some of these are newer books. I have no idea. It's just on the list here. The Lies of Locke Lamar. Would you consider Locke and Key fantasy? I mean, obviously it's a comic, but... Uh, to, ex- to an extent, like what other sense, genre could I, that be? Yeah, It's not really sci-fi. I mean, unless if it... It would have to be like... 
and I don't know if I've really ever said this before, but like a suspense fantasy, because mm. like you know there was a lot, like a, you know, a lot of suspense stuff going on in that in that story too. Right. Here's one I actually I've heard of, and maybe we should do this for. Let me see how many pages is before I fucking say you know uh, commit to this. But in 1982, the Mist of Avalon. I know you, you've probably heard of the name. Everyone's always talking about the Mist of Avalon. Yeah. I think it was even mentioned in Step Brothers. Uh, is oh you know what? No, I don't want to read that at all. That's uh, <laughs> I'll I'll put it up to you if we read this. Let me just read the uh, synopsis here or whatever. The Mist of Avalon is a 1983 historical fantasy novel by American writer Marion Zimmer Bradley in which the author relates the Arthurian legends from the perspective of the female characters. So do you read more King Arthur? From the female perspective. Which um, in all the Arthur stories were the worst people. people. Yeah, they got treated so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Chronic what calls Narnia? Uh, American Gods is considered fantasy. I, I mean, I guess it would have to be, but I, I never really thought about it. So, uh, Dragonflight. Do you like dragon stories? To a certain point, I've always kind of liked dragons. We, I feel like we've gotten nowhere in this episode. Mm-mm. I've read, I read Beowulf. What do you think of Beowulf? I mean. I always forget, is there a wolf in that, or is it... No, the guy's name's just Beowulf. I knew that, because I just listened to an episode on that, on the Missing po- Legends podcast, I think, and he was like, there's always one of those guys, like Beowulf, Hercules, Pecos, uh, Bill from Texas, like, there's all, you know, Paul Bunyan, there's always, like, just one guy that could do everything. Well, uh... This just shows you how uh, how mature me and my buddy were. Uh, remember way back when that um, that like three D like animated bear wolf movie came out, and you know of course like the the, the evil creature in bear wolf name is Grendel. 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 And so the king would just be like, "Who would kill my Grendel?" And why? And like, and me and my buddy are like the only people in the theater just like <laughs> Grendel. Grendel keeps on saying Grendel. What am I, Grendel? Isn't it Grendel with a U? I don't know. <laughs> it just, but that it sounds close enough. Talking about taints, people. For those not acquainted with Spencer's uh, <laughs> sensibilities. If you folks have any suggestions for fantasy that you think we, two bums who barely get into the genre, would actually like or want to get into... Feel free to reach out to us because I would like some suggestions. That's often when I'm going to the, you know, the darkness of a genre I've never read before or don't read a lot of. Like if I go into those deep woods, I prefer a recommendation from somebody because yeah. that gives me some direction. I go, okay, well, I'll try this out. And if it's hot dog shit, I will never talk to that person again. Or I just won't listen mm-hmm. to their. You ever have somebody like repeatedly recommend movies to you and every one that you watch is fucking terrible. So finally you just like, yeah, I'll watch that and you don't. Well, you just don't listen to them anymore. Well, that's why I'm, uh, I'm very particular on what, on what like comics I try to get you to read. Because, you know, I'm like anything. They're all good. I like them all. But like, you they know. got colors and pictures. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, like I tried to, I tried like the, like the good ones or the, like, you know, the really good solid ones are the ones I try to, you know, try to pass on to you. Because I know, like, I don't want you to just be like, because I know if I give you enough just like adequate to you, just be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm done with comics. I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm a manga guy now. <laughs> Hardcore. That's going to happen. 
we talk about diving into things too hard and immersing yourself in a world and never getting out. That's it's Just on the grounding in it. It is on the precipice here. Like I'm on the precipice of getting into that. Just, like I can see it in the distance. Down. I can see tentacles. I can see fucking weird facial expressions. I can see hard lines. I can see it all. I can see a lot of action scenes. Um fast cuts. I was able to subdue that a bit with by watching some animes and that kind of brings it back. But you can only watch so many animes if you're like, I wonder what the original story's like. Yeah. That Vagabond is what's going to do it for me over there when I get into all 12 of those volumes. I know we've been through this a lot, but is the is that it or is there more? I don't need to know. I think that's all I can find. <laughs> okay. That, that's another thing that sucks about trying to get into manga or any kind of Japanese fiction even is that you don't always know, like especially with animes too, you don't always know if that's it mm. because sometimes some of it just doesn't get over here. Like there's a lot of books uh, – like the Yukio Mishima, who's been dead for fucking 80 years now. I found out there's uh, some books that he's written that I just can't get unless I can read Japanese. Because it just hasn't been only, translated. Yeah, only, it's only in Japanese. Um, or like Haruki Murakami, some of his work didn't get translated until like 10 to 20 years after the book was released. I'm like, fuck, that sucks. Yeah. Like, so there could be some awesome fucking mangas out there that we can't read because they're mm. not English. Or, or animes that haven't been dubbed yeah. or or, um, or even subtitled or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, but Japanese is really hard to learn. I just would, like, watching you just mess around with it just is... I, I just found out that they'll throw in a random squiggly in the middle of a word and just, it just adds an extra letter. Oh, yeah? The same letter. So, like, say a word is, uh, I don't know, uh, Kika. K-I-K-A. That would just be like the K-I symbol and then the K-A symbol, which is two hieroglyphic symbols. Yeah. But if you throw the half swirly thing in the middle, it just adds another K. Hmm. So it would be Kika. Like, it just extends it, but that changes the word. But it sounds the same. It sounds like the same exact word, just said a little slower, but it's a completely different word. So I'm like, yeah, if I fucking... uh, Went to Japan and somebody just said a word and I, you know, was like, hey, how you doing? And they're like, they said something. They could be saying, hey, what's up? Or they could be saying, fuck you. And I went, I don't know the difference. I guess. That's probably very stupid of me. Anyway, um, check us out on drunkpenwriting.com for the new year. We'll probably post some stuff. And yeah, I do got a bunch of stories and stuff that I'm supposed to be putting out. I just haven't uh, even read them yet. I'm, I might do that this weekend. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at Drunk Pen Writing, Instagram and Facebook at Drunken Pen Writing, and check out the old YouTube. I'm sitting on a recommendations video I've not edited yet, and I just don't feel like doing it. It went long. It's like a review. I might, I almost kind of just want to reshoot it so it's mm. way shorter. Uh, those are very hard to film because uh, you have to know what you're saying. Mm. You have to know words and I get excited about books, but then I just kind of like... And then there was the part where the guy, he did the stabbing well, and... But so it's just like, do you want to like review it or are you... I, my problem is I don't like to give spoilers. Yeah. Because I don't like... Re- if Anytime I like watch a book reviewer, uh, if they say spoilers, I cut off if it's a book I think I want to read. Yeah. So that's the, that's the issue. So I don't want to give reviews to something 
where I spoil it, but at the same time... It's hard for you to get to you, to explain it or yeah. get somebody else hyped up yeah. for it without telling them what happened, you know. Well, like that coin locker babies, I wasn't able to really tell you much about it yeah. because, like, there's so much ridiculous shit that'll just happen that each one of those would be a major plot point I'd give away, so I can't even tell you one cool thing because that cool thing is yeah. integral to the fucking plot, so... That's, it's tough when you read books like that. Uh, but some people don't give a fuck. They'd be like, and then he killed his mom. And you'd yeah. be like, oh, thanks, dickhead. Yeah. Well, it's just the ending. Don't worry about it. Um. Anyway, thank you for listening. And again, uh, send fantasy suggestions to Spencer's way. Because he needs more things to read. Yeah. I uh, yeah. don't have enough. DPW brought to you by Sir.